2: Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at
3: tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect.
2: Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Step on Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And we've made it halfway. Can you believe it? Woo. Halfway, halfway. Our mini series covering The Last of Us, which again is not sponsored by HBO Max currently, which is a real shame. Shameful. <laughs> it is. Uh, but the the season, this yeah, because they've been renewed for a second season, is halfway through. Uh, this is a nine episode thing that we're doing. It's coming out on Saturdays. It's a special mini-series. and the last one probably will be March 19th. The season finale of the show is March 12th. Um, anyone who has listened to this knows it's one of my very favorite things, so very excited to talk about it, as always, mm-hmm. and this was an episode I was very, very, very excited about. That's true. Um, yes, yes. Apologies to my friend Marissa, who sits next to me during our viewing party, Samantha, because I... Might have given some bruises with my excited tapping Poking. on the arm. Yes, <laughs> she's a poker.
3: Not g- yeah. quite sure,
2: but yeah. she starts to poke when, when i excited. excited. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Sorry, Marissa. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so as always, uh, this will contain spoilers sure, for episode five. The most recent episode called Endure and Survive, and all the episodes that came out previously. I will do my best not to spoil anything else, and Samantha will be my guide in this, as always, as well. Yes. Um, and yeah, uh, we will return to regularly scheduled programming probably in March. So, <laughs> yes. Uh, content warning before we get into this. Discussion of violence, death, and suicide. I don't think we're going to get into anything too in-depth, but those are going to be topics of conversation. Correct.
3: Very good. Mm-hmm. All right. think Should you. we start with a
2: recap? Yes, Samantha. Give us our recap. <laughs> All right.
3: I got the recap. Um, and I'm hoping that we will be able to see the before and after reaction of Annie of this episode, even though she predicted pretty much everything that would happen mm-hmm. and was correct. Mm-hmm. Um, she... Was still fun to watch. Uh, so <laughs> let's begin now. In at the end of episode four, we saw Rutro, Ellie, and Joel being held by gunpoint by Sam and Henry. Ooh! But we start episode five with a flashback of when Kansas City first got. Uh, I guess the militia took over and took out FEDRA. You hear people shouting, freedom, freedom, free, free. And then we see bodies pretty much of all the FEDRA soldiers who have been rounded up and murdered at this point, executed. We find out Kathleen is the leader and has done some things, brings in the collaborators who have uh, pretty much told on any of the rebellion rebels, essentially rebel militia teams who I believe were executed at that point by Vedra. Um, And then she's trying to find Henry. We find out that she's searching desperately and asking this whole crew of collaborators who she shames uh, for giving up people for apples, as she says. Um, So just food and basic needs. And after uh, she says, you know... I, we will give mercy, just tell us who where he is, all these things. And finally, someone says, he's with Dr. Edelstein, who we see early in episode four, being executed and being questioned about Henry and Sam. Um, and she's like, okay, well, good, thank you. And she walks out, uh, and Perry, who we know was the voice of Tommy in the game, who is her right-hand man, comes out and is like, oh, what are you doing? She's like, we got to find him, all these things. And then he's like, oh, are we actually going to let the, have a trial is what she said. And she's she's like, no, burn the bodies. Um, And so in episode four, we saw the pile of bodies, and this is what it's alluding to. So they have executed all of the collaborators at this point in time. We do see that Henry and Sam are hiding, um, and they are being actually helped by Dr. Edelstein, as it is implied in episode four. Uh, we find out here that um, Sam is deaf. And so the way uh, they communicate is obviously through sign language. Um, they are hiding up in this attic essentially with provisions and just um, waiting, I guess, for the best time to escape. At this point in time, we also have a beautiful scene in which uh, Henry paints over his eyes to make him look like a superhero, which we have already seen all the drawings of throughout the attic where they were staying. And this is what uh, Sam does is he kind of uh, draws all these superheroes, uh, alluding that he and his brother are superheroes. While they're hiding out, uh, Dr. Edelstein, because they've run out of food, leaves to go get more and he never comes back. Obviously, they're worried. Henry tries to be a bean, be like, no, 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 he'll be fine. Finally, he figures out and just admits Yeah, he's not coming back. It's over. Uh, At this point, we see from their point of view when Joel and Ellie come crashing through and having the gun battle. And they're like, what's going on? Even at one point thinking that Joel may have seen him. And they're like, oh, okay. Okay. Moving on, then we find them sneaking and they find the glass. They sneakily go past that glass because they know, they know. Um, And they go sneak up on Joel and Ellie who wake up. And at this point, uh, Henry pretty much makes a deal. He's like, hey, I know you're good. I know you can get us out of here. You can protect us. So let's make a deal. I'll tell you how to get out of here if you'll fight for us, essentially. And of course, we have... uh, Joel or sad murder dad being very sarcastic, like, cool, uh-huh, cool. Uh, Henry's like, you, that, I don't like the way that sounded. Ellie's trying to just be like, hey, 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 it's fine, it's fine. He's just a jerk. He's just an ass. All these things. She's like, man, come on. They do end up going traveling together, and they talk about—he talks about he's never murdered anybody. He doesn't even have bullets in the gun, which apparently some people have looked at that uh, scene and said that he does. He just didn't have it in the chamber at that point in time. What? So um, they come upon an agreement. Joel gives them food. Joel and Ellie give them food. They're like, where'd you get this? And he's like, our friend who's dead. Talking about Bill, sad times. Um, and then they move on, and they talk about the fact that they can go under the tunnels or underground because uh, that is empty because it's been rumored that Fedra put all of the clickers and the bloaters, which they actually reference clickers in this yes. episode. Uh, I was like, oh, look at that! I'm they not really seeing that, that happen. Name, yeah. yeah, they actually <laughs> called them a clicker. That um, <laughs> mm-hmm. they've been all pushed underground, and therefore it's empty. And Henry knows how to get out. All cool, all cool. Uh, so they make their way down sneakily. They're sneaking, sneaking, sneaking. Um, And they come upon what looks like a classroom, which is an underground bunker where they apparently kept a lot of the classrooms and such. Then we see a reference to Ish, and Annie, I know you'll come back to that later. That is not necessarily important, but a good Easter egg. Um, We also see that there's a mention of children and what happened to the children, and it is not cute. It's very, very sad. And we'll talk about that later. But the implication is obvious. But here we see Ellie and Sam getting along. They already started getting along previously to the point that Henry is like, you know, it's been a long time since I've seen him happy. Like he's in Sam having fun. And they're then getting along so well. They play a little soccer. And Ellie's able to convince him, hey, we should stay here for the night. Might as well. So they get to see what we will see. Uh, here, as well as when you see it in the game, a comic that both Sam and Ellie really love. They talk about it. The words endure and survive as part of the uh, motto or I guess the tagline to these uh, the comics. As in fact, we have glasses because Annie bought glasses for us. that says endure and survive. Real talk. I didn't realize that's where it's from. Um, <laughs> Until this, well, gosh, yeah, we're playing video games. This is, you know, anyway. And so at this point, you know, they're talking about what happened. And Henry talked about the fact that Sam had leukemia. And the only way to get the good drugs to help him was by ratting on Kathleen's brother, who uh, gets murdered and gets caught. Um, So he did actually... Rat on the brother, and we find in a conversation where Kathleen is reminiscing in her bedroom, old bedroom, um, about how good her brother was and kind and caring, um, and that you know she isn't. She's not nice. She's not good. She she is. She knows who she is, and she is bad. She says, Um, and she's and says to Perry, "Don't try to convince me." to forgive. My brother did that. And look what it got him. He's dead. So what's the matter? I need this vengeance, essentially. And he's like, you know what? You're the one who got us out. You're the one who freed us. So we will always follow you. Captain's like, good. And so we move on where they're hunting them down, trying to find Henry and Sam. Henry, Sam, Joel, and Ellie are all getting along nicely, and they decide, okay, it's time to sneak out. It's time to go. So there's a back way, I believe, like through a tunnel, all these things, and he has he has his plans as they're sneaking. Ellie's like, you know what? Why don't you come with us to Wyoming? There's plenty of any. And Joel's like, what the hell? And then <laughs> she's like, come on. Wyoming's big. I can go wherever. And then she's like, don't worry. I could talk him into it. You know how? I beg, and I won't stop, and I will. You know That was the point. And then, oh, no! Shots ring out. Oh, my God. So they They all have to scurry, and we realize there is a sharpshooter in the bell tower, in the tower, in a just like a tall house, I think, a castle thing. (laughs) So, and we hear him shooting, and they he misses, and they're like, "Oh my god, he's such a bad shot!" And so, of course, Joel does his thing, which is reminiscent to the game, and goes and sneaks up on the dude and finds him in the tower, and he gives him an option and be like, "Man." Give me the gun. Just give me the gun. Give us an hour. Just give us an hour before you want Nope, he tries to shoot him, so Joel has to take him out. And then next thing we hear is on the radio, Kathleen saying, hold them there. Hold them there. ruh And we hear cars coming. At the same time, Joel is screaming, run! And everybody's super confused. And then they realize, oh no, here comes a giant truck. Again, like the game, running over trucks to get to Henry and Sam and Ellie. They go hide behind a car. They all come out. Kathleen's like, come on out. It's time. Oh, BT dubs. Joel does shoot the driver of the big truck that runs over things which causes it to crash into a building and it catches on fire um, and so at this point we see that Henry is uh, considering coming out he does come out and be like hey hey, I got it they're kids I had to do what I had to do save the kids and she's like nope they're a part of this too and in this whole speech about destiny and who's supposed to die and the children die and that's just what happens very cold very calculated very cruel all of these conversations and the fact that one life is not worth everything else. Although she's doing the same thing by saying that her brother was worth more than these kids. So, you know, there's a lot of conversation than that. Uh, And then all of a sudden we hear, as she's about to pull the gun, pull the trigger and trying to kill Henry, we hear a noise from where that crash happened as the car falls into a hole and a giant thing of clickers and the bloater comes out and attacks everyone. So you hear... Chaos and screaming and clickers and all the clickers. And and then this bloater who just picks up a man and slams him down. That's the first thing we see. And that (laughs) bloater is ugly. Um, As this happens, Henry and Sam try to escape one way, and Ellie goes into a car followed by a child clicker, which is ironic because that's what we talked about with children, right? Uh, But then we see Joel shooting them down, as we see in the game. That's kind of the part of the game. You have to shoot the clickers to save Ellie. And that's what happens, and as that goes down, she runs away, and uh uh-oh, she's going with Henry and Sam, and Catherine catches up with them, and she's about to kill them when she gets killed by a child clicker herself, oh dear. They finally make it to a house, and it's quiet. And you see Henry and Joel in one room, and Ellie and Sam in another room, and by the way, they're communicating with an Etch-A-Sketch type of thing, like the cheaper version, Sam writes to Ellie, and Ellie writes back or talks back, um, and that's how they communicate. Here we see Joel relent and say, yes, you should come with us to Wyoming. I didn't mean to judge you as a collaborator. I know you have to do what you have to do, which he did judge him a little bit because Joel is Joel, said murder dad. Um, And then we find out as Ellie is talking to Sam, Sam says, what do you think? There's still people when uh, when they become these clickers? You know, do you think they, they still know and all these things? Or are they just t- monsters? And she says, you know, I believe, I believe, you know, they do all these things. It was really sad. And then he asks her her biggest fear. And she's like, you know, uh, scorpions, and I don't want to die alone. Or no, being alone. And then we see a moment and he shows her his leg. Oh, no, he's bit. And she thinks that she's like, you know what? My blood's a cure. That's what I'm doing. So she cuts herself, rubs on the blood. She's like, I'll stay with you awake all night. Right, well, cut to the morning. She's like, Sam. And yeah, Sam attacks her because he's become a zombie. Oh, and he's about to cry. Um, And as he attacks her, he they bust out the room, uh... But Henry realizes what's happening, grabs the gun away from Joel. Uh, Joel tries to stop, but Henry shoots at him to stop him. And Henry, you can tell is confused and upset and doesn't know what to do. And then he shoots Sam in the head. And as he sits there, he is in shock. And he's like, what did I do? What did I do? Shoots himself because he's in too much pain. Um, And next thing we see is Joel uh, burying the two and uh, Ellie trying to act tough. Even though Joel's trying to kind of kind of be sympathetic. You could tell he wants to be the fatherly comforting guy. But she's done. She's done. She puts down the pad and says, I'm sorry. And she says, How do we go west? End of story.
0: Can I rant for a sec? Please.
2: Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. Yeah. Oh, it was a tough one. It's a it was hard a one. one. Yeah. Yeah, I've loved how many people have just texted me randomly about it. Like, why? Crying emojis. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's a bummer. <laughs>
3: I believe the spoiler that we've given is none of them are happy. No. no. <laughs> you might have like little moments of happiness, just like they do. But yeah. in actuality, the whole thing is traumatic, tragic, yep. and sad, and scary. Indeed.
2: (laughs) So fun. Uh, So fun. Yes, there is a lot to cover in this one. So let's jump right in. Uh, First, I did want to mention, as you were doing uh, the excellent recap, as always, and and you did an excellent impression, but Ellie calls it his ass voice um, when he's kind of like, (laughs) <laughs> not helping out with Henry and Sam, and she's trying to really bridge the gap between them, which I thought was funny. You do see the progression of the sad murder dad trope, which again, Joel is like, excellent. Uh, like if you looked it up in a dictionary, <laughs> it'd be that. Um, You have a moment where Henry thinks Ellie is Joel's daughter, and they both say at the same time, like, nope. nope. not my dad. Because <laughs> nope. he goes, like, you're dead cynical. Not my dad, not my yes. dad. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, and we will talk more about that in a minute, because I do feel like uh, me and one of my good friends who uh, loves this game and uh, played it many times, Katie, who comes to a lot of the watch parties as well, we were talking about it and how when you watch, like, the... Post credits, like when the creators are talking about it, it feels so heavy handed when you like know what happens, right? <laughs> but right. I'm sure, like if you don't know, it doesn't feel that way. But when you're like, why would you say that? Well, we'll Everyone will know. Uh, we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> I did want to talk about the bloater, uh, of which course. I saw We've been trending a while. I know I saw trending on Twitter the little emoji uh, bloater as an emoji. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, I think it's one of those special ones they do for like promotional uh, yeah, material. Yeah. I don't think it's like one I could get on my phone, which is unfortunate, but um <laughs> <laughs> The Bloater is really cool. I was I was watching how they like made it happen. And it's like this really tall stunt person and like yeah. 80 pounds of prosthetics. Oof. But the bloater So if you have the timeline of zombies, basically you have your runner and then you have clicker and then you have bloater. So a bloater's been around for a long time. And they can, they joked about it in episode two, they can shoot out these like acid bombs, acid spore bombs to infect you very, very deadly. In the game, you meet them when you're with Bill, Uh that's the first time you meet them. But I like that they put it here. It felt like I saw a lot of reviews and headlines that were like if if a people keep calling it a quote prestige drama, which I don't know how to feel about, but if a prestige drama had like a boss battle scene. Prestige drama. Yeah, I know. But it was I mean it was like the all of the clickers coming up, all of the runners coming up. And then you hear that like croaking sound of the bloater emerging from like hell because there's like smoke and red yeah, light and, fire and everything. Everywhere. Ooh, and he rips off Perry's, Perry's head. He does. He ripped his head off.
3: I
0: mean, come on, Perry.
2: <laughs> yeah. He come is on. hard to beat. <laughs> he is difficult to beat. But that was cool. And and uh Craig Mazin Mazin the the creator uh, showrunner of it said he wanted one example at least because there haven't been that many zombies as we've discussed in the show um of like how did humanity lose and this was just such a like overwhelming force mm-hmm. coming from the ground and just running running all the humans down and then right. the humans become the zombies, zombies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes yes Yes, the child clicker was a nice touch. That was not in the game. Mm-hmm. The sniper scene is is in the game. Uh, also, when you see Ellie, she runs over to try to help um, Henry and Sam, and she brings out her knife and stabs the clicker in the neck. Yeah. that's that's a big moment in the game because she you do play as her, um, and I'm going to talk about that more later, not in this episode, but later. And one of her big differences she has with Joel, because she doesn't have, like, the physical prowess, obviously. She doesn't have that many weapons. But she has this knife, and she's small, and she's much more stealthy. So she can kill a clicker, whereas Joel can't always, because he needs a shiv. You have to make a shiv or find a shiv. But she always has the knife. Mm -hmm. So she can, if you're sneaky enough, she can take down the clicker. So that was cool to see. Mm -hmm. Ish was definitely (laughs) a really fun... Easter egg. It's a tragic story. It's one of those things where in the game, again, you could mostly miss it. You have to go through that area, but it's a lot. You find out a lot of the story and what went wrong through notes. Mm-hmm. So you can miss a lot of that. But basically, Ish was this guy who retreated into the sewers um, after the, the outbreak happened. And um, he tried to, He he was really about like saving people in a way that a lot of people like Joel weren't. Um, where he he made it kind of as like if I can find people and I can like make this community and we can have it here and we can be safe and he had all these rules and they had all these kids and um basically somebody didn't follow the rules and let in somebody was infected and then it got everybody in there and it's really sad when you go through and you're reading the notes and you go into the like kindergarten room. Oh yeah. My god. Yeah. Oh my god! But it was cool that they included it. Um, but that was definitely something I just got random texts that night that were just "ish." <laughs> <and> <laughs> <revealed>. <laughs> yes, yes. And I love how many people are playing the game now, and they will get to their first bloater, and they'll just, I'll get like live messaging about fighting it, and I'm like, "Yes, I love this. This is so good." <laughs> <laughs> um, as you said, "Endurance Survive" is a comic book series that Ellie really loves, and it, it is one of those few. Well, they become fewer and fewer things of kind of her, like, youth and innocence and curiosity that show, like, oh, she's still really young in this in this world. And she, so in the game, it's sort of a thing where you can try to find them for her as play, playing Joel. And so she'll be mm-hmm. happy and read them, um, which is, is, is really cool. I think one of the big things that we're seeing in this episode that I, they didn't show as early in the game as they're showing now. Um, Is Ellie's survivor's guilt of being someone who survived the bite and really wanting to help other people? Yeah, because that was really heartbreaking. Her trying to cure uh, Sam after he'd been bitten, and then feeling that guilt and like writing "I'm sorry" and leaving it there. Right. Um, But that that is like a very big part of her story, and I think they are showing it a lot earlier, more viscerally and earlier than they did in the game. And that that conversation, it was very well done um, with the ASL and the kind of etch and sketch thing. That conversation in the game is like burned in my brain when they have the, you don't know Sam's infected yet. And he's right. asking like, what's your biggest fear? And she says, yeah, I'm scared of ending up alone. Um, and then they could talk about like whether or not they believe in God and they talk about souls and whether or not zombies, so yeah, souls are still in there. So that's a whole thing um, that I would keep in the old brain uh, for later. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's one way to say it. Yeah. Keep it in that brain. Keep it in the old brain. Yeah, no. Yeah, and then obviously the story of Henry and Sam was like the key piece of this. And it was one, like people who knew... We were like, oh no, what are they going to do? Are they going to handle it? Um, in the game, uh, Sam is not deaf. So I thought that was cool. And I liked the behind the scenes of how they kind of learned ASL and with the ASL trainer uh, on sets. Um, that was really cool. There was like Kathleen's kind of ableism around Sam basically. I guess de- deserving to die after he got his leukemia diagnosis, or not being right. worth saving. I guess is the better way of saying it. But they are supposed to be sort of the mirror of Ellie and Joel, these other two people, where you've got kind of the protector and the the kid, uh, trying to make their way in this world. And in, in the game, they are trying to get to the Firefly place, just like you are. Uh, and Joel's always like. Bleh. Henry's like, why are you going, man? (laughs) But it was a moment where you get to see this bonding of Sam and Ellie, of seeing this kind of childlike innocence. This is also something you can actually miss in the game. Uh, There's a lot of really small moments you can have of like them playing darts together, uh, sharing like blueberries together that you can miss. But they definitely put that in in the in the game and also as we discussed in the last one you do see this cycle of violence of Kathleen's brother dying and then her killing all these people to find Henry who turned in Kathleen's brother to save Sam um, and just that the cycle of that and the conversation that Henry and Joel have together, where Henry's like, "I'm the bad guy, right? Uh, I did a bad guy thing. I turned this guy in, who he respected and and mm-hmm. really like admired." Mm-hmm. And Joel kind of being like, mm, notably silent until later. <laughs> <laughs> he's also a little bit judgmental. Like
3: it's weirdly like hypocritical of him being judgmental, but yes. he does because he's like, well, he also doesn't
2: like Fedra in itself, but right, right. I think Joel's just so closed off about, like, people in general that <laughs> he's got all these walls and is not going to listen, doesn't want to be around anybody. Mm-hmm. I think one of the reasons he changed that, why he finally invited uh, Henry and Sam to go with him at the end is because he saw Henry protect Ellie. Because mm-hmm. um, Ellie was in trouble and Henry kind of came in to save her when Joel was up sniping from above. And I think at that moment he was like, oh, okay he he could be useful and he helped protect her. And I think a part of him was like, it is nice that she has somebody she can talk to that's her own-ish age. But then, like, this is the, oof. When you get to Sam being infected and Henry taking his own life after killing him, that's kind of the, like, we're seeing... Henry being willing to do anything to protect Sam, and then what happens when that's gone? Like, his whole purpose was that, what happens when that's gone? And he was the one that had to kill him. right? And that's... it. It's just such a, like, heartbreaking, heartbreaking scene. <laughs> um, and it is... So at the end, at the, when the, the creators were talking about it, and they were talking, they said, like, you know, how many people will you, you sacrifice for the one you love... Um, what are these choices that you make? And Craig Meisen said, These are decisions that love makes, not rationality. And and look what happens when you choose vengeance, which is a theme over and over again in these games. Oh my God. Um and kind of her Kathleen having this whole speech, like, you know, you think your whole world revolves around this one kid. This is what happens when you with fate. And then and then yep. <laughs> what happens and then to Kathleen? Kids got her. <laughs> exactly. The consequences. Children die, she,
3: children kill you.
2: Mama. Yeah. Because she knew. She ignored that there was this like sinkhole Problem. where they knew they were infected. And she ignored it because she wanted vengeance more. Right. These were the consequences of choosing that. Um, and then, yes, the child clicker gets her in the end. But that that is a recurring theme in this. And it was interesting, like, her whole speech about forgiveness, like, where's the justice in that? Where? What was the point in that? Because she says her brother would have wanted her to forgive. He told Henry. her to forgive him, Henry. Yes. Maybe that was um, his last dying wish. And she didn't do it. And that kind of goes back to the point I made... Uh, That I'm definitely going to talk about in the last episode, but in the previous one, where, you know, when you're kind of the things you do in the name of love that are really pretty selfish. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's like, we've talked about this a million times. Forgiveness is hard and it's personal. I get it. But this is like, she was going to kill those kids. Uh (laughs) She's going to kill those kids. No. And one thing I want to touch on that makes these games so painful. So you see the scene of Ellie trying to save Henry and Sam from the clickers, and then trying to save Sam from the bite. To be, she wanted to be like a savior or a hero. And then you lose anyway. That happens a lot in the games where you'll like literally spend hours trying to save somebody and then they die. Anyway, mm-hmm. and it is it's like incredibly painful, but though it, this is like one of the key moments, I think, in her character. And also, on the flip side, Joel is beginning to understand that he does somehow, Ellie has worn him down with her questions and her persistence and her puns, and he's realizing, like when he's looking at the grave of Henry and Sam, like, what would ha- he thinks that that would be them? And it will ruin him if he loses her. Uh, So that's a pretty big turning point in their relationship. Oh, oh, my, oh, my.
1: Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers... kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire.
2: This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes
0: some things in life should be boring
2: Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect.
3: Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee
2: sounds perfect. I did want to go over some things really quickly that have just been happening. Because, again, we don't really research these so much is just we watch them together. And <laughs> yes. I, re- I see headlines and I get texts about them, emails about them sometimes. Um, I did see the uh, uh, actress who plays Kathleen talk about body shaming she has received for not being super thin, I suppose. Right. Um, Which well, she's had to deal with for
3: a while now. Um, her uh, Emmy Award winning acting, I believe she won an Emmy. For uh, Yellow Jacket, which, by the way, is really good if you haven't watched it. (laughs) And uh, they started in on her at the very beginning and her continually having to justify why she's fine with her body, which is hilariously sad. Um, I know that's the oxymoron, but it, it, it's just so tiresome. But yeah, once again, she's getting body shaming, and I believe it was by an influencer or uh, someone famous. Someone famous criticized her, and I can't remember who it was, and it was unnecessary. There's no, there's no reason to mm-hmm. point out any other thing outside of their acting. She was in a damn jacket in a freezing cold weather. Right. What the hell? Right.
2: Yeah, no need. No need at all. I did like that uh, the actor who plays Perry slash Tommy's voice actor came out and spoke like in in camaraderie with her like, leave, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> what's, what's the reason? Right, right. And then I saw Bella Ramsey just sort of released a statement about the backlash uh, some of the queer storylines have gotten. And basically she was like, get over it. Uh, <laughs> Good on her. <laughs> yeah. 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 And this happens when the game came out as well. Um, people are really, a certain sect of gamers <laughs> were really, really mad about it. And um, I know we talked about it in our, I think our Ellie episode we did. Because Ashley Johnson, who plays Ellie, said, you know, people have come up to her and been like... I'm so glad these games exist because I don't see that very often, these kind of queer storylines very often. So I'm sure we'll have more to say about that soon. <laughs> 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 which, speaking of, um, and my, my vague up next, which yeah, you can so get— so stop
3: now if you don't want any spoilers. If you're that person who doesn't like the previews coming up, stop. Yes,
2: yes, because this is nothing more you'll, than you'll get in the— Trailer, but if you are like somebody who just like, not even the trailer, I understand. I have friends like that. I do too. I do too. Number one, we're going to get the dramatic reunion with Tommy, finally. Finally. Mm Mm-hmm. There's going to be a big come to Jesus moment, and I won't say any more about it, but there will be a big one. And there will also be a pretty big cliffhanger, I think. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty. Sure, it's gonna be a cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah. So,
3: and I need to know from the listeners who actually watched on Friday and who waited till su- Sunday.
2: <laughs> yeah. Who was like, "Screw that football game." <laughs> <laughs> it was me. I watched it again. <laughs> yeah, I Sunday. know you did. <laughs> <laughs> you had a whole plan. You told I me. I did. I did, and it was wonderful and glorious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, we went to a work function, and I took the pun book. And I was kind of sure dressed like Ellie, and you I con- just read. You
3: were dressed like
2: Ellie. What do you mean, kind of? I didn't have the you whole You didn't have a backpack. Outfit. You didn't have a backpack. Okay, uh, there was
3: more I could have done.
2: Um, <laughs> but I was definitely reading people puns, and my favorite was our friend and coworker Alex kept coming up to me randomly and was like, "Give me another one." And then he wouldn't laugh at all. He would just walk away after. I read yeah. One. Well, at one point he
3: did come back and say, "Okay, that was a bad one.
2: Redo." Yes, he did, which is how the game is. That's exactly <laughs> how it works in the game. Um, yes, well, I'm very, very excited. It's going to be good. I can't wait. Well, listeners, um, I hope you're enjoying this series, whether you've played the game, watched the show or not. Um, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at momstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at Stuff podcast, or on Instagram or TikTok with my perhaps sad before and after video. Who knows? I hope so. I don't (laughs) know. That's stuff mom never told you. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Thank you. Yes. And thanks to Joey, who helps us with TikTok. Yes.
3: And a shout out to Cosmic Salmon or at Sabin one on Twitter who said, Hi, I just wanted to let you know that I love the TLOU review episodes. So shout out to you. Thank you for listening.
2: Yes, thank you. And for letting us know. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks to you for listening. Stuff one Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.